Following Christ in 2021 is not for the faint of heart. Striving to be a kingdom man isn't about packing up and taking a vacation. It's about getting your mind right, your gear packed, and heading into war. It's more important now than ever before to stand up for what's right and just in the eyes of the Lord and seek His truth. This ain't a cruise ship, fellas. It's a battleship. So buckle up and get ready for the truth, the uncomfortable truth. Welcome back to the show. We're so glad to have you today. I know a guy who hasn't played softball in three years, slow pitch softball. And the other night, he played left field, stretched for 20 minutes before the game, mind you. Playing left field, one of the first balls of the game is hit to him, a rope to left field. He has to run up full speed to get to the ball, fields it, throws it in. On the first play, tweaks his hand, hamstring. That's uncomfortable and unfortunate. By the way, that guy's name is Obi, and he's sitting right across the room from me. How you feeling today, Obi? Uh, it's feeling pretty good. Okay. Feeling pretty good. I, I'm going to follow that up with um, first at bat, took one off the right center top pole of the fence. Uh, okay. It was about a half, yeah. maybe six inches from going over the fence. So. I've been playing for a long time, and I don't hit the fence very often, and Obi comes out there and hits the fence on his first at bat. So. Yeah. It immediately makes you feel better. It, imme- it immediately made me think, if only for one bat, I've still got it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. What it, you know, it's like when you're when you're hitting right in, in baseball when you're when you're up there and you're at bat, and you take there. There's two sides of the story here. You take a killer swing, and you miss. It hurts. Yes. Like, especially now. Well, that yeah. was actually the first swing. Okay. So, so <laughs> it I hurts. don't know if you remember, but the very first swing, I came out of it, and I barely tipped the ball. Well, <laughs> Nobody pays attention until you no, strike out or you hit a home run, though. I, I barely tipped it, and the umpire behind the plate, I, I, there was a time right after high school where I played a lot of softball, and she knew me very well. But I hadn't been out there. In was she three giving you years. a hard time? Well, I turned around right after that hit, right after that tip ball, where I I think I nearly like pulled a muscle in my back, <laughs> you know. And 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 I I said Rosie, her name's yeah. Rosie. I said that was the first swing in three years, and she said, "Oh me, what are you doing here?" <laughs> I, I love that lady. She's so nice. She's awesome. And uh, she said, "Oh, I've you taking breaks before? It comes back quick." Yeah. Oh yeah. The very next pitch nearly went out. Yeah. So, nice. You know it it. It's uh, very uncomfortable. That's it, a good. That's a good uh, intro there. It is very uncomfortable. I was so mad. I'm still <laughs> mad. It's just like, why? I, I did what I was supposed to do. We're, I stretched. Man, <laughs> man, we're getting old, and those things happen. The opposite side of that story is when you swing out of your shoes and you make contact. It doesn't hurt at all. Well, Brandon would say the dichotomy of that. Think about that. Like yeah. at, that's how turn, powerful turn, your mind is. Turn that into an analogy or something. Man, I'll almost, tell you what. Almost gives you strength, more strength. Absolutely. After the fact. Yeah. Because of yeah. During that, during that quarter second or half second swing, our brains are result oriented. Yeah. And when yeah. we experience results, we don't experience the other things. When we don't experience the result we want, we remember everything that stunk about it. <laughs> that's, that's insane. Hey, uh, so we've started out this morning a little bit different. Uh, Sean's not here. We're missing Sean. Sean, if you're out there listening, we love you, and we're uh, ready to, to catch you on the next one. But uh, it's a little bit different than our, our normal intros. Um, 
Dadgum, I had a serious, like a good thought there. And, and it, it left you. It's gone. <laughs> it is absolutely, that, it is absolutely It's like a layered, layered intro. Yeah. Two uncomfortable realities. I think it's it, one of those more. Oh, I know where I was going. Goodness gracious. I stayed up too late last night and was not prepared. <laughs> um, I hope this is, this is not a theme just today. But uh, typically at the end of the show, we ask for people to share, subscribe, give us a rating. Uh, I was talking to a buddy yesterday, a good buddy of mine, and he's like, man, you know, I don't typically make it to the end of the show. He's like, I've known this guy my entire life. And it's not an insult or anything. Just most people, when they know the show's wrapping down, they shut it down. They Everybody's right. busy, right? People have kids. They have activities they're involved in. And so right now I'm going to ask you, if you are g- getting any value or content out of this, if, if the Lord's using it in your life, um, to, to follow him or, or whatever the Lord's doing in your life, it would help us out tremendously. If you could share this podcast with somebody, uh, subscribe, um, or leave us a rating on iTunes. We are also on, if you listen, if you listen on iTunes and you want to share it with somebody who doesn't have iTunes, you can sh- share it on Spotify. We're on Spotify, Pandora, uh, go to Facebook. We always share our links on there. That's kind of how you can connect with us. Uh, what else? Google Google Podcast. Podbean is an app that you can find us on. There's a lot of ways. So if you could leave a comment, rating, review, subscribe. Subscribe is probably the most helpful. But it would, it would really help us out. And as we always say, we're not in this for us. Uh, we want other people to know about Jesus and hear about Jesus and kind of walk with us through our struggles and and what God's teaching us. So uh, that will help reach more people for Jesus. All right, we're going to go ahead and get it open here. Uh, I'll open this up in prayer, and then Brandon's going to take it from there. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we love you. We thank you for leading and guiding us. God, even in times of being tired and struggling, and uh, Lord, just ju- just the times, Lord, that we we feel your presence, even though we know we're not worthy for sure, God. We know we know we're not deserving of what, what you give us, of the grace that you've given us, of, of sending your son to die on the cross for our sins. God, we thank you for a way to to get to you, uh, for our bridge, and we thank you um, for taking our sins. Lord, we lift you up. Lord, and we just dedicate this podcast to you. And let me pray. Amen. Well, I love that you said bridge in your prayer because it kind of connects to the story I'm going to tell. And, and it's really not a story I've experienced personally, but I saw this on Facebook. So let me tell you a little backstory on how I view social media. It is the devil's playground if we allow it to be, but it is also something that touches more people daily than anything else, and it can be the greatest light for Jesus if we allow it to be. So I came across this a while ago, and I loved it, and the analogy wasn't a bridge, but it works great too. So, you know, we're in this deep canyon, and uh, the question that gets asked this guy on Facebook is, is you know, why would a loving God send people to hell? And that first question, I mean, that is a, a hook. That gets you. And the guy goes, God's not sending anybody to hell. We were already going there because of sin. He gave us the bridge to get from one side of the canyon, which is sin and not knowing Jesus, 
and getting to the other side, which is his kingdom. That's right. He created that bridge for you in the form of Jesus walking on this earth. So a better way to look at it is, is why would a God who needs nothing choose to send his only son to give us the choice to go to his kingdom? And then That's it, a great way of putting that. I've reshapes never, everything. Yeah, it really does. Because when we think of it that way, I don't know about you guys, but it just gave me chills, and I've been thinking about this for you know a little while. How powerful is that? That the most powerful person, or God, who needs nothing, who created the heavens and the earth, would choose to give us that bridge. You know, so it's extremely powerful. You know, it it's it's a it's a question that I think a lot of Christians and non Christians struggle with. Um, that question of you know God's justice. Why is there bad things in the world if God is so good? Yeah. Why does uh why why did my child die? You know, why did my father get cancer? Why did um, why did this happen? Mm-hmm. You know, why do we go to hell? Yeah. You know, all, all of these, all of these questions. I mean, I think it's a, it's a really good topic because it's a topic that a lot of people really struggle with. I mean, it, it makes a it makes non-Christians question whether or not there is a God. It makes Christians question their salvation. It makes them question their faith, mm-hmm. you know? And, um, you know, so I think it's definitely something that, w- that we need to talk about. Yeah. So. The topic that I wrote for today or kind of the header was stop selling God short. And I'm talking to myself. I'm looking in the mirror having this conversation right now, okay? Psalm 148, 13. Let them praise the name of the Lord for his name alone is exalted. His majesty is is above heaven and earth. Just let that sink in for a minute. Because when I say stop selling God short, what I'm also saying reverse engineered is, is are we praising him enough? The fact that I am saying these words are because he intricately wove me together to be able to breathe and to wake up this morning. And so as I'm driving over here this morning, I'm tired this morning. We all are. We kind of talked about that before the podcast. Had a little bit of crankiness creeping in. You know, poor pitiful me. I've got to do this, that, and the other. And and the devil's like, I'm about to get you. I mean, like mm-hmm. he's creeping. I, I feel it. And then I, I come across this whole thought process again that I've been kind of figuring out what we're going to talk on exactly. And I'm like, I'm breathing. I can actually be disgruntled because of God. <laughs> I have the ability to complain because of God. I have the ability to say life's not fair because of God. Hmm. And I was just like, wow. Yeah, it hits you right It just hits face. me in the face. So I don't know what drew that me to this. that with a two-by-four? It was bigger than a two-by-four, probably. <laughs> Wham! Not so much. Do I have a mark here? Not so much here, but or here. here. I w- this but is where I wish here. we had video. Yeah. You, everybody who's... That's you, old school. If you're our school. age, you know where they came yeah, from. Yeah, if you're not, you're like, these what guys are idiots. What are they talking are about? Idiots. Um, 
you know, so it drew me to this, and then we can just kind of ping pong off of the idea and the thought process, but God's names, okay? And I'm going to go through them because I have not read these in a while, and it just like, it was so, he's all we need, people. That's what it, what it said to me. And in any walk of life, in any stage, in any time, in any stress, in any excitement, in any opportunity, he is all we need. Now, thank goodness they have the uh, pronunciation of this, or I would butcher it. Okay, so I'm going to do my best. Leah so, must have told him how to how to say did. it. She did. Uh, El Shaddai, yeah. which means Lord God Almighty. El, El Yom. Elohim. Elohim. Okay. The Most High God. Okay. Adonai or Adonai. Lord Master. Adonai. Right. right. Adonai. Okay. Yahweh, Lord Jehovah. Now, every interpretation I read says Yahweh. Yahweh. I guess it's a J, but I'm going to just go to East Texas here. Okay. And Jehovah. Tejas. Okay. Tejas. There you go. Uh, Nisei or Nisi, however you would say that. The Lord, my banner. That's what Jehovah means. The Lord, my banner. Well, the Nisei at the end. Jehovah Nissi. N I S S I. The Lord my banner. Okay. It, and I hear banner. Me and Obi had a conversation about a banner this week. It's like I got it plastered everywhere. This is my God. And I'm proud of it. Okay. That's, you know, that's, that's what I that's think good. is a yeah. banner. Uh, and I may be wrong on that, guys. I'm just telling you how it hit me. Uh, Ra, R A A H, Jehovah Ra. The Lord my shepherd. Jehovah Rapha. Rapha. The Lord that heals. Okay. This here all these things is touching. Okay. Uh Jehovah Shammah, the Lord is there. Always. All right. Jehovah, and this is a Sid Kanu, the Lord our righteousness. Jehovah Makadash, the Lord who sanctifies you. El Alam. The everlasting God, Elohim, God, Kana, jealous. I think that's important. He's jealous for us and, and us loving him. Jehovah Yara, the Lord will provide. Jehovah Shalom, the Lord is peace. Jehovah Sabbath, the Lord of hosts. So how many do do we does did did your research or it says sixteen? There's sixteen. That's that's what I found. Now I've, I I saw a couple of different things that said there's more or less, but I just kind of went with the ones I'd seen somewhere, and I, not necessarily I've seen the them said that way, but I've seen and heard the discussion of what he is. Does it say, or did you happen to read anything that spoke on which name was mentioned most? Man, I remember coming across that. And something else I listened to before, but I don't remember which one. Um, you know, I think the thing that jumps out to me the most is uh, I was having a conversation with one of my children the other day. I think it was my daughter who, guys, many times I feel like I'm being outsmarted by a nine-year-old girl. Like <laughs> she's, her, her intuitiveness and her, it's just a beautiful thing that I got to remember to just uh, foster. And I said, babe, I said, there's not one question you have that we can't find the answer to in the Bible. Not one. 
not one. And and those names of the Lord right there just permeate to me. Anything you need, I am. Which makes the answer very simple on any tough questions we struggle with. I am the one true God. Right. You don't need anything else. So when I started, when I thought stop selling God short, what I was really thinking to myself is there are no coincidences. Any awesome thing that happens, anything that we're struggling through, it didn't catch God off guard. The question is, are we going to look across that bridge and go, I'm going to trust you. I'm going to walk across it and I'm going to come see you again because I know you got all the answers. And I know it'll it'll happen in your time. Now, I think it's important to say there. Doesn't mean we're going to get all the answers when we want them, if ever. Right. I have a good friend, a good friend that I had in Sunday school class uh, at a church that we went to for a long time. He'd always say, "I can't wait to get to heaven." And I'm, I think the humor in this is is good. I think God has humor. I can't, or, or we wouldn't have it. He said, "I can't wait to get to heaven," and I, I envision there being this ride, like at Six Flags. That I get on, it's like the kitty ride, you know, where it's real nice and cool and peaceful, and you see these different things, but it's not like a scary ride. And all the things I wondered about the Bible or about my life, I'm going to be able to see. Yeah, I'm going to be able to get clarity. I've even heard uh, it go, you know, to where you, it's it's healthy for Christians to write down what they don't understand. Ooh, um, that's good. You know, and and um, as far as the names of the Bible, that's. That's always really interesting to me, um, and you know, I feel like it's on topic and off topic. But you know, just talking about the names of the Bible throughout my sanctification, you know, I as far, I, I read a good book. Um, you know, I'm still being sanctified, so it, it it's it's the refining never stops, guys. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so. You know, but I feel like a really important part of my uh, building my relationship with God was when I was reading a book, and um, I was reading a few chapters that were on the names of God, and the book was really talking about how important it is to find out, you know, you talked about all those names, Brandon, and what each one of them mean, and, you know... One of them is Lord, one's shepherd, one's captain, one is, um, you know, I mean, there's just all, all these different, there's all these different meanings. One is that a God that provides, provides, you know, provisional. Um, and the book talked about how important it was to figure out what in your, who God is to you. And, um, Toward the end of the chapter, you know, it got down to the last name and it explained it was a name, like one of the names that you just mentioned, that meant father. Mm-hmm. And it that that moment of the book like overwhelmed me mm-hmm. because I, ne- I I was searching for who God was to me mm-hmm. and how and how I was going to so I I was it was really important to me at that moment and it still is right now that I learned how to build a relationship with the Lord mm-hmm. and you know I, I had a, a good friend of mine 
tell me that, you know, uh, you know, I was, I was basically asking him, I'm like, how do I build a relationship with God? You know? And it's like, he's simply put, how do you build a relationship with anyone? You know, Mm -hmm. you spend time with them, you talk to them. And, and, and in that process, I'm like, well, how do I relate though? You know, how, how do I relate to him? And, and the book was saying, well, in order to relate, you have to know who he is to you. Mm -hmm. And whenever it talked about, the name of God that's that speaks to Father that describes Him being our Father, that that like that hit me over the head like a two by four mm-hmm. because I could relate a, to being a father mm-hmm. and 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 I and I understood how much love I had in my heart as a father and whenever I you know bridged that to how much love he has for me. If, if I feel this way about being a father, how does he feel about me? And then it was like, whenever, whenever I felt that, I mean, the Holy spirit just like took over me in that moment. And Mm -hmm. it was like, I mean, I, I nearly broke down. I mean, I didn't nearly broke down. I mean, I was sitting in my truck. I can tell you where I was in that moment. And, the Holy Spirit really got in me and was just like, Obi, I'm your father. I love you like I'm your father. I mean, that's how much I love you, and you're never going to be able to understand exactly how much I love you, but if you can relate it to that and understand it to that, you know, degree, then that's just a small, you know, piece of the understanding of how much I love you. And then we talk about, him sending his son, you know, and, and, and it's just, it's just a cool, it's just a real, the names of the Bible are really cool to me, uh, because it is true. Everybody there's, you could read all of those names again and somebody's going to be like, yeah, that's kind of how I view God. Mm -hmm. And then Shane may read it and he might be like, well, well, this is the one that really sticks out to me where I feel like, you know, he's, he's my, He's my Lord in this way. Um, and so it's I, those names are cool. I think that what you're pointing to that I hear is he is he is what you need no matter what season of life you're in. Right. So he may be more the father, you know, at one point, then he may be more the provider or the jealous God. Mm-hmm. Uh it you know when when I finally decided to try to get my act together and realize I was not looking at Jesus in my daily living. The thing that jumps out to me is he's jealous. Mm-hmm. He's like, you're my child. I want a relationship with you, but you have to choose to walk over that bridge. I'm here. And I even sent my son and provided the Holy Spirit that you've taken into your life by asking for me to do that. It's there forever. But you still got to walk over it. You got to quit walking away from it and come see me. And, you know, jealousy in a day, day and age now takes on a very negative connotation. But when you think about a love that wants you so bad that it's jealous to have a relationship with you, that's pretty powerful. You know, so I think it meets you wherever you're at. And I think that's the, the beauty of the Lord and us trying to comprehend it and knowing we'll never fully grasp it. Uh, but I really like your point on writing down the things you don't understand. Because that's really faith, right? Things we can't see and don't understand. 
but we know where the answer is. That's right. Yeah. I so Obi, what I got from that and Brandon, you know, is is who is God to me? God will meet us where we are at. He doesn't expect us to know everything. He doesn't expect us to know everything about him. And Brandon, going back to your point of stop selling God short, it's so crazy when you think of that. When we sell God short, we basically take him out of an e- equation and insert ourselves in it. Mm-hmm. And when we sell God short, we we go based on what we know. And when we go based on what we know over what God knows, we are making ourselves more important than God in our own lives. It's, it's an issue. It's a prideful issue. But I think kind of to flip the what Obi said on who is God to me, right? Who is God to me? God gives us God gives us his names and who he is. And that's that's a direct revelation from from the inspired word of God that he gave to the people who wrote the Bible. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's God's inspiration coming down to man to reveal to help reveal to us through his Holy Spirit, through the word, who he is. Right? That's God inspired. Still, there's so much more. There's so much more. But sometimes where I mess up is I, again, allow my own thinking to perverse who God is. Sometimes I'm very critical of myself. And sometimes I think God is being critical of me. That's me. Now, God is is sometimes pointing sin out in my life. That's absolutely, absolutely possible um, during those moments. But sometimes it's the devil using that to work against me and against God in my life when I perverse who God is at that moment. So relationship, right? If we don't have that relationship and cannot discern who God is, then we will not be able to separate what's what in those moments mm-hmm. yeah this is you know i'm all about what hops into my head visually as an analogy but you know so we've got the lord in front of us and we know how to seek him we know the connection that the holy spirit has provided if we've asked him into our, into our life and the conviction that comes from that so our eyes are on the lord and there's a that bridge is the holy spirit that was provided to us by jesus walking on this earth and dying for our sins the devil's down below us, like right below our eyes, trying to get us to look down off of Jesus, and he's playing that game. Are we talking about the little circle game? No, I'm talking <laughs> about the game where the the peanut or the nut is underneath, or the ball's underneath the three hats. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, and he's moving it left and right, and the longer you get, you get concentrated on that, the further away your concentration goes from the Lord. And before you know it, you you're spinning in circles, and you're somewhere you can't believe you got there. And you're like, how did I get here? Well, you took your eyes off of Jesus. You took your eyes off the Lord. You took your eyes off of how the Holy Spirit brings you to him. Mm-hmm. And how many times have we d- done that? Golly, we probably wouldn't be sitting here today if we hadn't done it more than we'd like to admit. Well, and you think about the time, uh, you think about the times, w- w- those times when that happens most. And, I mean, let's face it, the the times where we tend to stray the most are in times of adversity, right? Mm-hmm. You know, they're in times of, of, uh, 
fear, in times of sorrow, you know, mm-hmm. grief, you know, in times where something bad has happened that makes us question why would a loving God do that? Just like you started this whole thing, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. and so uh hey, not gonna lie, I've struggled with that. You know, I mean, it's 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 hard to imagine, you know, the thought process behind if you're asking yourself why would a loving God allow my five-year-old to die of cancer? You know, and, and if that's what you're asking yourself and that's the lens that you're looking at it through, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it took me a long time to really wrap my mind around how it's, that's not how it works. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> you know, it, it took me a long time to understand that Adam and Eve, you know, um, they they created this whole terrible situation that we're in. <laughs> I mean, all the way down yeah. to why, you know, my, my wife mentioned something the other day, why you know, she was explaining to my daughter why birth is painful. Right. That came from the garden. Exactly. And, Liz, and Scout was like, what? She's like, yeah. When when they ate from the tree of forbidden fruit, I, I can't remember the exact verbiage, but basically it's, you're going to, you're going to suffer in some some ways. It's right. not going to be perfect anymore. I mean, there's sin, that's sin entered the world. Yep. Sin entered the world with Adam and Eve. It, you know, we lived in a, a sinless world prior to their sin. Mm-hmm. And when their sin entered the world, it it changed everything. And I just think it's important for the listeners to understand that. You know, that that changed everything in that moment you have to understand that the wages of sin became death. Mm-hmm. The wages of sin became death. That that justification isn't for 80-year-old men and women. It's for all human beings, whether you're yeah. three months old or you're 30 years old or you're 70 years old or you're 100 years old. We're all going to die, mm-hmm. and that's just... <laughs> Absolutely. And, and it took me a long time. That's a great way to put it. It took me a long time to understand that. And I mean, we we are born sinners. And and you think, oh well, yeah, how a three year old don't sin. Two. Yeah, they you do. You don't have any kids. Yeah, you you don't have it. kids if you don't know that a three year old <laughs> sins. And parents, here's a little tip. If you think your child's perfect, that's a sin. <laughs> that is also a sin because <laughs> we're all sinners. Yeah, we absolutely yeah. are. From, from, I mean, we we come into this world with our nature being sin. That's just that's the way that it is. I it's, think the beauty of that, if we can just stop and use the brain God gave us for a minute and go, okay, if we came into this world as sinners, we but we know what the answer is. It will always be God. And and then therefore it doesn't get convoluted. I'm, I hear this all the time. I'm guilty of it. Um, and all the interactions I get to have, we like to chastise ourselves for being sinners, but we but we don't pay enough credence to what the solution is. Right. I know I'm a sinner. We know we're sinners. But how often am I going to the feet of the Lord, going, God, please forgive me. Thank you for sending your Son. Thank you for allowing me to know you. Because I'm going to sin. Now, it's not like we walk around as believers going, let me see where I can sin. That's a whole different discussion and a whole different podcast. But if you are allowing your eyes to stay on the Lord, 
then you're also being open to the fact of being convicted by the Holy Spirit, which then also allows you the refinement, Obi, that we're constantly going through to go, I'll never have this completely figured out because I don't have the tools to have it all figured out. Yeah. That's only from the Lord. So it's good stuff. All right. Well, thank you for joining us this morning, this afternoon, this evening. We don't know when you're listening, but we're glad you're here. We've already given our pitch to subscribe and all that stuff. So go out and kick today in the face, and we'll catch you on the next one.